Jordan Walsh, the Celtics' only draft pick in this draft, meets the media for the first time. I'll give you my first impressions. We'll dive into exactly who he is and what he can give the Celtics. We'll do it all right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry O.B. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Raining Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. And I'm here for you every Monday through Friday with a free, fresh podcast drop directly to your device if you're a subscriber. So open up your favorite podcasting app, hit that subscribe button, get this show as soon as it drops. Do the same thing on YouTube, ring that bell, get the video as soon as it publishes, hop into the comment section, join the conversation. We'd love to see you there. I'm John Corrales. I used to play. Now I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. And uh, I've written a book called the Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars. Today, I got a chance to talk to Jordan Walsh with the rest of the uh, Boston media. Got our, our first attempt, a first chance to talk to him at a community event in Cambridge, dedicating a new, a new court for a uh, community center in Cambridge, which was very nice. And to uh, join me here for the discussion, Tom Westerholm. What's going on, Tom? Let me unmute you so you can say what up again. What up? Oh, there we go. There you go. Oh, yeah. Cool. That's much, much better. Much better. It was, it was important that we added that to the podcast. I don't think this podcast would have survived without it. No, no. We would have gone to 30 plus minutes and realized you didn't say what up. And I would have just blown yeah. it up. I would have started it all over again. It would have been very similar to our uh, our, our lost our lost tape from last week. <laughs> Somebody's like, you should just drop it anyway. I'm like, eh, you know. Yeah. Nah. nah. <laughs> Nah, it's lo- it's lost to the ages. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was the Porzingis Malcolm Brogdon trade, and you know that's fine. It's fine. It, it just uh, didn't. None of it applied anymore. <laughs> just doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. So that's yeah. all right. That's all yeah. right. We're here. We're talking about this one. Uh, we got this. I feel like this one will stand. Yeah, I, th- I, I think feel so. like this one's gonna be okay. Uh, Jordan Walsh, the whole show's about Jordan Walsh. We'll talk about the plan for him in this first year, kind of like the long-term stuff. We'll do that a little bit later on, kind of who he is, what you can expect. We did a little, some of that before, but we'll really dive into what we can really look forward to. And uh, I guess my, my one preview will be, Hey, Portland, Maine, get ready for a whole lot of Jordan Walsh. Uh, but, but, uh, I do at the beginning of all of this, see the potential for him to carve out a role eventually with the Celtics. So let's let's just start with the, the kid that I got a chance to meet, and he very much is a kid. He only just turned 19. Yeah, he's young. He's a young. He is slight. Uh, when Brad Stevens talks about he can get bumped off his spot on both ends of the floor, you can see exactly why. He's a very skinny kid. Uh, so he definitely has time in the weight room. He's going to – He's going to have the plan that I am so – the most jealous I'm ever of a player. It's not the money. It's not all that stuff. It's when, when they are going to tell Jordan Walsh, eat whatever you want. 
Just <laughs> eat all the calories, as many calories as you can, because you gotta you gotta pack on the calories so you can gain it's, some weight. It's bulking time. It's oh man, I have been bulking up for the past five years, and uh, it's fun. It's a fun <laughs> way to go. They probably will have him do it a little bit differently than the way I've been going, but still, it's a fun it's a fun process. Um, the thing that stood out to me is first of all his attitude which is just like of course a guy who, who just turned 19 is thrilled he got drafted he's he's sitting he, he's like the happiest when you know you've been in the scrums you've talked to these these, these guys as they get older <laughs> guys are less and less yeah yeah they, they don't want to talk to us as much it was great for him to come in and be like hey guys How's oh my god, yeah, let's talk. And like, yeah, oh yeah, okay, keep going. It does feel feel like I'm on 2K. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of wild. So um he's he's it's a fun, it's he's I love prospects, man. I just want to say up try. I just it just it's so pure, it's so heartwarming. Just like like, welcome to the NBA, kid. Like, this is cool. This is a cool moment for you, you know? Like it really is nice. He yeah. talked about getting his jersey. He's going to wear number 27. He talked about getting the jersey. He said, I hadn't put it on yet, but I'm going to put it on as soon as we're done here. Uh, I can picture him. Now, we're recording this at 6 p.m. I can picture him at this moment standing in, like, a hotel bathroom oh, with yeah. his uniform on, just, like, taking the selfies, sending it to his friends. He's like, got the shorts on and everything, for oh, sure. Oh, he's walking around with that uniform on dropping like ketchup on he's like, oh crap oh crap oh crap like <laughs> he, might go, he oh, might go down to the hotel front desk to get like a candy bar or something just in his jersey just yeah just, he asks about him i can just see it like full full warm-ups full warm-up outfit yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, was, <laughs> uh it really is fun it really is fun to see a kid in in that spot just he he talked about you know i've been in the city for 24 hours and i've already fallen in love with it like well, yeah. I mean, this is you got. Here, so, I mean, of <laughs> yeah. course, you're falling in love. You've got a lot of pos- like you've got exclusively positive associations with this at this current moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of wild that he, he has that, um, that that right. The, he, he's just, I love Boston. This is a, where he, the people who recognize him are like, oh, hey, welcome aboard. Hey, it's, it's this is a perfect moment. Uh, I walked out of the Cambridge Community Center. And like a kid's like, oh, look, he signed it. He signed the ball. Oh, you know, good. the kids are just excited because he's a Celtic. Yep. They saw him on TV. They saw him get drafted. We're not going to like spoil it and say, well, maybe he's a two-way guy. You know, a lot of that stuff. You know, he, he's going to play. These kids are excited. He gets to like play the, uh, the, the you know, in the, in the drills with these kids. You can see how they light up around him. Really nice event at the Cambridge Community Center. First of all, let me just say, they really remade that that gym really nicely. That's we don't talk about the the community stuff enough because you know it's not people just generally aren't interested in that stuff. But I will say, also they got their own PR, their own PR team handle it. <laughs> no, right, that's right, that's what they got. Yeah, so, uh, but I will say, like that gym, I walked in that gym, I was like, wow, they really did a nice job there. So you know, congratulations yeah. to the kids totally. in Cambridge. You know, so totally. Uh, but yeah, I, I came out of it thinking, like, well, what a nice moment. And also, I feel like they don't normally 
put a late second round pick in that situation. They they immediately put him out there for the media. They put him out there at a community event. They tweeted out picture with him and his family and the banners. They tweeted out a picture with him holding up his jersey. Just from a PR perspective, they're treating him with like I was talking to one of the other reporters at the thing, and they're like, JD Davison didn't get this. No, you know what I mean, for sure. I, yeah, I feel like they're treating him with a little bit more, you know, certainty. Maybe I think that. They're, he, totally. And I think, I think, there, I think the things to that one, I think he's got a, obviously a better chance than JD Davison, right? Like, I think you, you heard that in Brad Stevens' comments about both of these guys. Like, Brad, Brad talking about Walsh was like, you know, this kid is like pretty good. Like, you know, we're, we're, you know, excited to, excited to, yeah, like just kind of talking about him in more concrete terms. Whereas I don't know if you remember when he drafted JD Davison, the talk was all from Brad was mostly like, yeah, we want to be the first, first stepping one in his NBA journey. Like it was very clearly like, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be here. What's going to be here. We like, we think he's an interesting prospect, but like, you know, look at our guard rotation. Look at like where the, like, it seemed to be pretty clearly like, yeah, we think yeah, this is yeah. we think this is a prospect who might not have a future with the Celtics. But hey, like let's let's help him out a little bit because we think there's something there. I think the other thing, if I were to guess with a PR, you know, the Jordan Walsh PR blitz, it is it is very heartwarming, right? And if there's a franchise that could use some, could use something warming after uh, everything yeah. that's uh, gone on with a certain heart and soul of this team over the last uh, couple of weeks here. I think maybe the think maybe the is a nice yeah. uh, heartwarming moment, uh, such as uh, a 19 year old who just achieved his dreams, uh, staring at the banners, banners with wide punishment, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, let, let's let's continue this conversation in, in just a second here because I, I I do think that there's something to uh, what Tom is saying here about uh. A little bit of let's push the young happy kid out there. Uh, everybody's a little pissed off about Marcus Smart, uh, so let's let's get this happy story out there. Uh, I definitely think that there's some legitimacy to that, and hey, you know who can blame them? Uh, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in just a second. First, today's show brought to you by eBay Motors. eBay. Motors uh, knows that for a championship team, it's all about making sure it's a perfect fit. It's the same way when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head on over to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit. Or your money back. Plus, because just like in sports... Confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, at the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride eBay guaranteed fit. Only guaranteed, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only exclusions apply thank you so much for making lockdown celtics your first listen every day why not make lockdown nba your second listen hey i host on wednesdays so this is the tuesday show tomorrow's show uh check me out with jake madison we got the whole league covered 
Uh, it's going to be uh, a great show, no doubt about it. So check it out wherever you get your podcasts. Let's bring Tom back into this. Uh, I, I do think there's some validity to your point, Tom, about, hey, guys, this guy is so much fun. And, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm buying into it. Absolutely. He's a he's a giddy young kid. Uh, here, everybody. Now, I hope that also, though, they're not just doing that um, because that's not fair to him. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. So I, I I want the kid to savor this moment. I want I want him to have this moment. I want him to have what every draft pick should have. Right? You are in the NBA. Sixty people get selected every year. Yeah. You get a chance to. Uh, you are guaranteed for the most part to go to an NBA camp, have a chance to make the team, have a chance to enter their development system. From you know, from Victor Wembanyama to to be the future of the franchise, to a guy like Jordan Walsh, who is probably a more long term, definitely a more long term prospect. But either way, you gotta have, you gotta give these kids these moments. So totally, I I, I hope I hope that he has that and and that it lasts. Totally, and that's why and that's why I started by saying that I, I, I do think that there's something here, you know, like I do think that this isn't just, this isn't just uh, like uh, the Celtics are drafting this guy to start, you know, his development process in Boston. Like it, you know, they kind of suggested it was with, with Davison, like, like Walsh is a pretty interesting player. Like I've, I, I just put a feature up on, on boston.com yesterday. I believe that, um, you know, like he's, there's a lot of, lot of, lot of defensive promise here, like really, interesting player that way i think there's going to be things that he does this year if he does get minutes or or if you watch summer league or if you you know if he does just end up in maine for the whole season things that he does in maine that it's just really unique he's a really unique defender um in a way that i think kind of is going to translate to the nba level because you know like you know you you've you've played basketball when somebody defends you in a way that you're just kind of not used to it throws you off and i think jordan walsh is going to be that kind of guy he's got this odd aggressive like get up into you but then move his feet but he moves kind of differently like his uh, I was talking to his longtime trainer uh Charles Stoker who was talking about how the way that he just destroys ladder drills like you know when, when he started off he was like six foot four as a freshman and you know like like moved like a baby deer right except for his feet like he was this gangly kid except for these feet that were like a five, seven guard, just like, yeah. like going through the ladder drills. And I think you really see that kind of natural lateral movement, that natural control over what he's doing. Yeah. he might get bumped off his spot because he's like 200 pounds and, and you know, six, seven, six, eight, whatever he is, but he does move his feet incredibly well, very kind of um, it, like his stride is kind of intact for, for who he is and how he's built. And I think it's, I mean, I, th- I think he's got a real chance to be like a real NBA rotation player. Like his his defense could be could be really special. Um, you know, with 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 some development. You know, like you like you've been saying. I don't think this is something that's. I don't I don't think he's going to be the eighth man. You know, the, the second man off the bench this year or something like that. But like, I think you know, yeah, you are probably looking at a real NBA player here. Yeah, and that and that's the the key to finding one of those guys in the second round is identifying that special skill what does he have does the guy that we're picking have a thing yes that's like 
oh, okay. And maybe it's buried under 10 other things. But, you know, you look at, now I'm going to say Jokic because he's the epitome <laughs> of. So I was, <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Don't feel bad. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> but like, that's, he had that skill of, man, that, that dude can like just pass. He just, he just knows like where to make the play. And yeah, it was buried under a bunch of like fat and, you know, whatever, and like just other things that you're like, I don't know what he's going to be ultimately, but God, he can really do this one thing really, really well. So yeah. if you can get that, if you can find that in a guy and then say, all right, does he have the mentality? That's the next step. Do you, he's got that one thing. Does he have the mentality? And he very much seems to have the mentality of, I am here to work. I'm here to do whatever I need to do. Maine, Boston, wherever I'll go do it. And with the hopes of finding his, his role. And we all know if you can be an elite defender, you can, you can get on the floor in the NBA yep. faster than a guy who isn't a good defender. And is a, a lot of guys can shoot. If you're a turnstile, you're not going to make the floor, but if you can get out there and defend and maybe like make a cut or two yeah. and, and get a layup or something like that, run out in transition and finish a, a layup in transition. Then you know what? You have five minutes when the coach is like, damn it, we need to stop. Gabe Vincent is killing us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Duncan Robinson is killing us. Somebody stop this dude. Like, that's where you get your moments. So it won't happen this year. I don't think it'll happen this year because I think Brad has been very clear about that. But he's on a path. He definitely has a path where his defense can eventually contribute to this team. Yeah, I think when you talk about, like, the Jokic comparison, obviously, you make for a specific reason, right? Not to compare this guy to Jokic. But, like, the thing about Jokic, right? Please be clear about that, everybody listening and watching. Correct. But the thing about Jokic, right, is that it's it's the combination of skill and, and, and physical, you know, kind of, like, gifts with Jokic, where it's like, man, this guy is seven feet tall and can pass like that. Like, that's crazy. You just don't see that. That's really yeah. interesting. And, and you kind of get the same thing in that way with Walsh, where it's like, man, this guy is like six seven. He had the eleventh longest wingspan at the NBA Combine. You know, he's got this like, you know, he's, he's really athletic, and he's just a great defender. Like he's this really aggressive defender. It's like there's something there. Like, yeah, you know, and, and, and like all that physical stuff where it's like he, he does all the things at the size that you want somebody doing those things in the NBA. And then, yeah, and, and his, you know, primary thing is defense and his his attitude is, yeah, I'm going to like I know people love it when a guy dives on the floor for a loose ball. I want to be that guy like, yeah, like that's yeah, that's perfect. You know, like he's a guy who defends violently like that's that's great. Like that's, you know, that's that's an it's, interesting thing at six foot seven with a seven foot two wingspan. Like, yeah, huh. uh, you, <laughs> you like you like that. You definitely <laughs> you see the vision, you know, you definitely like that. And and. The fact that there's the Brad Brad keeps talking about he has good touch. And does that translate into becoming a good shooter? I don't know. We'll see. He he was not a, a big three-point shooter in college. He only shot 28% in 
in his one year at Arkansas. And that that's obviously not going to cut it, but he did talk on, I believe it was either Celtics talk or the, the team above the Raptor uh, above the rafters and above the Raptors. I guess that would be a, an app that, that also gives Celtics are generally above the Raptors in the standings. Um, what, what a disrespectful podcast name that would be, by the way, above, just above the Raptors, just always just pot shot against Toronto for no reason. It would be two way disrespectful. Cause it'd be a pot shot to the Raptors, but then also kind of disrespectful to the Celtics to be like, I don't know. At least we're better than the Raptors. It's like, you're better. Like, <laughs> no, you're more than that. Like you made the Eastern conference finals. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> um, so he was talking, Brad was talking on one of those podcasts about the first time he came in and shot. He, he hit like 60 something. And the next time he came in, he, he hit like 74 some something like that. And, and so there's going to be variance in the, those shooting drills. Sometimes you just get hot. You, I mean, you know, as well as anybody that sometimes well, I don't, you, I don't, I don't get cold, but yeah, continue <laughs> when you're feeling it, when you feel those few, first few shots go through, you know, that you can put up some big numbers in those shooting drills. Um, so if he can develop that, shooting touch if then that makes him all of a sudden the 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 dangerous guy that that makes him the nba level player because if you can defend if he if he reaches anywhere close to his ceiling defensively and then uh he he if he can never shoot then then he becomes like uh roberson in uh okc who just fizzled out you're like okay that's great but we can't play you um but if you can get out there and, and hit some shots and Brad in his introductory press conference in, or I'm sorry, in his post draft press conference said like, Hey, we think this guy can ultimately attack a closeout and, and, you know, hit some shots. If he can become that guy. All right. Then, then yeah. Uh, so let's, let's take a second here. Uh, how does he become that guy? What's the path, the first year plan here to get him to be, that guy. I want to thank everybody for listening and to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Uh, this week we're going to continue our uh, as we continue forward. We're going to look at you know Derek White. And we're going to do our, our player individual player kind of review podcast. So make sure you're subscribed. Still Monday through Friday. Still Monday through Friday podcast. No one's giving you podcasts on a daily basis. You want Celtics coverage. You want Celtics on a daily basis. Right here. So Tom. Obviously, the kid needs to put on weight. He's skinny. He can get knocked off his spots, as Brad said. Uh, he needs to learn, you know, as good as a defender as he is, he needs to learn, okay, how do I defend the, the big boys? Uh, well, and the big thing he needs to learn is to learn how to how to defend without fouling because yes, exactly. he's hyper-aggressive, but uh, that does uh, – one of the things that his, uh, his trainer was telling me was like, at least he gets six of them in the NBA because uh, he uh, – <laughs> Picks him up pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, he averaged three fouls a game in college, which in college, it's like you're in foul trouble with yeah, three. No, fouls. 100%. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's about harnessing, harnessing the dog inside <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be, we'll, we'll see him in summer league. That's so step one. Obviously, we get to see him in summer league and we get to overreact to him in summer league. Um, I think the first thing I, we need to set the expectations of if he can't shoot in summer league, don't worry about it so much. Yep. Um, I think they're going to, they're going to give him plenty of opportunity to shoot. I think they're going to tell him to shoot, shoot with confidence. Um, and I think it's important in summer league 
to get him shooting with confidence, just tell him, we don't give a flying F if you go 0 for 100 shooting threes. We need you to shoot them like you're Ray Allen, like you're Steph Curry, because we need to get tape. We need to see you. How do you, how are you shooting? Where, where's the hitch? Where's the, you know, where are your eyes? Where all of those things. So step one is in some, in summer league in Vegas, I want him shooting a ton of threes. So he, so the Celtics can learn as much as possible against some other higher level competition, that next level of competition and say, okay, these are the immediate, this is your immediate homework for you know august end of july august september so when you come into camp in september we want to see these mark markers hit for your improvement yeah it's going to be interesting because i think the two things that he needs right are to put on weight like you know put on some muscle and shoot and that's not always that's that's not always a perfect combination no it's not. that's you know that that's not always that's not always particularly easy um a, a couple of things about his shot uh one of the things that his trainer was told me was they had never put a ton of emphasis. I mean, you know, the kid is the kid's 19. Like there's yeah. only so many years of development that you can have had by the time you're 19. Right. Um, and right. like, so they've, they've actually never really put a huge emphasis on his shot. He said, one of the biggest issues for him has always been confidence with his jumper. So, you know, kind of it. Like, I, I think, I think you're right. I think it's, it's going to be important for him during summer league to just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm shooting. I'm, it's fine. I'm shooting. These games don't count for anything. I'm shooting. I'm shooting. I'm shooting. Um, one of the things that that you saw last year at Arkansas, second half of the season, um, he still wasn't like a knockdown guy, but I think he was like 35, 36% in the second half of the season. He improved quite a bit as the year went on. And then, yeah, he got home from Arkansas and pretty much as soon as he got home, um, they've got him on this kind of regimen of like, okay, 250 to 350 makes every single day, shot, 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 shot. Um, People, you know, talk about how his jumper isn't broken. It's just mostly a confidence thing. Like mm-hmm. there isn't there isn't like a huge hitch in it or anything like that. It's just kind of like, you know, he's always been a cutter. He's always been, you know, he uh, like like, you know, he's more of a guy who, who, you know, kind of crashes the glass or does something like that. than yeah. kind of spaces the floor to the to the three point line. So I do think, yeah, it's going to be th- this, I think, will be the kind of the first time that there's a ton of emphasis on that particular part of his game, um, which yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that kind of develops. I think you're right. That's that's got to be thing one here. Um, just developing that as much as you can, get as good at that as you can. Because if you, yeah, if you're if you're knocking down threes, and we know he's going to be able to defend at the NBA level, and if he knocks down threes, then it's like, okay, this guy's this guy's for sure a rotation player. Like that's yeah, that's a career changing skill for him. So that takes time. That yes. takes time. Takes, yes. like, that will not take one summer, correct? It's not going to take you right. So it'll take time. Um, but once you once you dial in, it it can't once it snaps into place, it can it can stay there. Um, it's it's look the NBA three is far. That that shot is far, man. Um, I don't know if people, but I have had the the, the great pleasure of standing on an NBA court and with the ball in my hand taking an above the break three and going like that is way out there, man. How do I get the ball all the way over there? It's a long shot, a long yeah. way, man. So get that. And then, 
okay, fine. Also, on that note, real quick, it's also different. Like, so I'm, I'm like, you know, we joke around about me being a shooter on this podcast. I played in a league one time where we played by the NBA three. Yeah. And like, the other thing that's really different about it is like, even if you can hit an NBA three pretty comfortably and like when it's a college three point line, yeah. When, when the NBA three point line is out there, people are closing out to you at the NBA three point line. Like, that's, that's just a harder shot because it's not. Yeah. It, it's not, oh, let me take a step back and get a more open shot. It's, I have to hit from this distance with the normal contest. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's right. It's hard. It's a, yeah. it's a tough shot. So, so there's, there's a lot that goes into it. There's not just the confidence to take and make. It's the, oh, there's a large person coming at me. Oh my God, he's fast. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. You know, um, like DeAndre Jordan can get out there and hit some three pointers. <laughs> just a wide open, uh, you know, whatever. So, um, the next thing is, is the weight is the strength. Um, and I, I, I don't think you need to get huge. I think you Agreed. just need to have a, it's, it's flexibility. I think one of the things you need to make sure that you maintain is the flexibility when you're putting on weight and it's base. It's, it's as much doing the hip exercises as it is bench pressing and, and curls like, For sure. yeah, you want to, you want to go out there with, uh, you know, flashing the guns when the, uh, when you got your, your Jersey on, but that doesn't do anything that honestly, it really doesn't do a ton for a player. Right. If, if you don't have a strong base, it's, it's everything, it's core, it's hips, it's, it's quads, it's your glutes. It's all of that stuff. If you can get that strong base and not be moved off your spot, keep keep low, get that center of gravity. It's so important to get like the, the quad strengthening because that helps you take the pressure off your knees. And yep. when, you're, when you're crouching and you're down there, if your knees are sore, you're not going to want to get down there. So yep. you to make sure you're keeping all that stuff. So obviously I know the Celtics trainers know all this, but I'm just saying for the fans, the, that that's going to be the emphasis. He he's skinny and he certainly can put on 15 pounds of muscle up top and fill out. Um, and I think as you get into your twenties, some of that happens naturally. Look at Jason Tatum, right. look how skinny he was coming in and, and look at him now. He's, he's huge. His his shoulders are like way out there. Um, you can get, you can get that. And yeah, you got to keep shooting through it. And I think personally for me, and it's different for everybody, I liked shooting after lifts. Um, it just felt good. And it just kind of, you just keep that, that range of motion out there. And it just, you, you're also mimicking shooting tired. So I yeah. liked that. Um, I kind of liked the feeling of like a good pump when you're shooting. It just kind of, you're aware of all the musculature. So it just, it just felt like good to get out there and shoot. Also, the first couple shots are hilarious because you're just like, eh. yeah, these little, <laughs> little T-Rex arm shots. And yeah, like, ah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> but I think I think that program there, if they if they strengthen his base and make it so, when like again, Brad said specifically multiple times, he can get knocked off his spot. Well, that's all about getting low, keeping your center of gravity low, taking the shot to the chest, and not moving. So that's that's the thing, and so that's going to be a year long thing. And that's going to be like, it's almost like uh, Happy Gilmore when he steps into the the batter, the 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 pitching machine. He just takes those 
the, the shots off the chest. Like he's going to have to like do that defensively in Maine all year long and figure out how strong can somebody hit me in the chest before I realize, okay, this is, this is how strong I need to be to absorb that. Yeah. Um, he's going to get his ass kicked. He's going to get his ass kicked all year long. But if he goes through all of that stuff, man, I think at this age with the body changing the way it normally can, and you just got this natural, uh, excess testosterone in your body at that age you can really put on some good muscle at that age now you've got like high level the highest level um strength and conditioning people i think from today to a year from today if we see uh jordan walsh at another community center i think we can do like a side by side and be like oh this dude look at this guy i think he i think we can see a major difference there that'll go a long way into into getting him into that next phase where he can start to compete for something on the NBA level. Yeah, I agree. Lunges and, uh, and, uh, hex bar deadlifts for, uh, oh. 365 days. And you're, uh, you're talking about it. You're talking about a different player. Like you're talking about a, uh, a much more prepared player for the, uh, for the NBA game. I think, I think a two-way contract makes sense for him this year. Um, and, I can see him on, on two, two ways. And the good thing about that is it's 500 grand. So it's not nothing. Like you come in, you make, you make half a million bucks a year. That's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. Um, do a couple more community events, make a little more bread. You'll be good. To that's go. right. That's right. Get some, get some local sponsorships out there. Hey, you do know, the ta- do the taco. I mean, a little different with taco, obviously, but do the taco fall where you're basically, uh, Jetting from Maine to Boston every single day to do a new commercial and you know, yeah, man, good to go. Find a way, man, get get that personality out there. Yeah, uh, yeah, make a couple extra bucks here and there. Uh, I I I like the kid. I think he's he's a fun kid. Yeah. Um, you you want you want you want a couple little fun facts about yeah, Jordan Walsh facts. before Let's we go? Fun facts. All right, all right. So um, I'm not sure how public this one is at this point, but are, are you aware that he won a state championship as a freshman? No. And are you aware of how he did it? Uh, is it not basketball? It's a two-handed dunk at the buzzer. A game-winning oh. two-handed dunk oh. at the buzzer. Wow! As a, as a freshman, pretty Damn. cool. That's pretty, pretty cool. cool. You know, like you, you. Uh, his his coach was was talking about too. How he, uh, it was it was a real basketball play. Like he was supposed to be in the corner. The play wasn't for him, and he just kind of. Oh, Corrales, you will love this. You know what he did? <laughs> you know what he did? His guy helped off him. You know what he did? Backdoor cut. Right to the hoop, jumping jacks under the rim, gets the pass, two hand dunk, state God. champion. Man, uh, I love it. Pretty good. Okay, okay, yeah, uh, I, love that. I love that. I love so, that. So, so fun fact number two. Um, he's uh, he's been an advocate uh, for for he has alopecia. He's been an advocate for alopecia mm-hmm. throughout his career. Um, do you know whose uh, whose house he he was at uh, for the uh, for the NBA draft? Charlie Villanueva. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. He and Charlie Villanueva got close during high school, and uh, yeah, kind of kind of cool little thing. That's also, cool. he has a brother, uh, a twin brother, who uh, I, I guess does not have alopecia and is, I believe, five nine. So, <laughs> you know, uh, so there you go. That's fun. that's that's so, amazing. A couple of a couple of little fun little Jordan Walsh facts <laughs> for you. It seems like that's, a uh, like the movie Twins. <laughs> yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. and Danny DeVito. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so yeah, uh, just some 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 fun Jordan Walsh facts. Seems like a uh, a really interesting kid. And I mean, all these guys. Have, I mean, 
these guys all have interesting stories by the time they get to the NBA, right? Because they've had sure. such such interesting lives. But he's a he's he's a fun one. He's a starting right away with the uh, his whole trajectory changing by dunking in the game winning buzzer beating uh, state That's championship fantastic. winner. Yeah, I love I love that he was at it's June twenty sixth. That gym was humid as all hell, and he was standing there in full sweats, hoodie, knit cap. I was like, "What?" He's from Texas, so he might just be flexing. He might just be like, "This ain't hot." He might be cold. <laughs> this ain't this ain't hot. I know hot. This ain't it. Yeah. He's like, I he did say he did tell somebody that he's been playing outside uh, his whole his whole life. You know, like that's outside in Dallas. You know, some of those summers, it's that's uh, brutal. That's that, brutal. That's serious, man. Yeah, I, sure. I call it the opposite of like NFL linemen who, uh, like, you know, in the playoffs is like. It's it's minus twenty here in Chicago, <laughs> yeah. and here comes the starting defensive line shirtless. Like, right, oh, right. Prove a point. Like, Look, oh. I mean, all like a lot of the best basketball comes from like the Carolinas, comes from Texas, comes from California. Like, it's a warm weather young men. You know, yeah. like, these, these these guys are uh, these guys are used to heat. They are. They are. And look, look, it, it, it is kind of funny that they trade away Marcus Smart <laughs> a a maniacal defender from outside of Dallas yeah and they immediately draft a maniacal defender from outside of Dallas I asked if I asked if they had a connection they, they the answer I got was no um I, I don't right. think that I don't think they know each other but yeah now and like I don't know the where in relation DeSoto Texas is to um flower mound yeah but um it is it is not lost on me that the celtics basically and it, look they don't play the same and who knows if he's even gonna make the nba but it's it is kind of nuts that a crazy defender a guy who hit questionable questionable jump shot relies on defense and comes from you know just outside of texas uh now comes to boston now obviously marcus smart was what the fifth pick sixth, in the yeah. sixth pick and in this guy's 38 so the, the talent level is significantly different but the the prototype is there and we'll see how he turns out if yeah if you ask jordan wallace what what one of his other top skills is he would tell you playmaking he's uh that, that's that's kind of like his his big thing in high school was like grab the rebound and just go and then you know like distribute off the break so he's you know he yeah, sure he we'll thinks see. of himself as a playmaker too so We'll see how it goes, man. This is I love this time of year. Everybody's great. Jordan Jordan Walsh, 38th pick, and uh, he's the Marcus Smart replacement. Future NBA starter. Future, yeah, exactly. That's it. That's that's the beauty of podcasting at the end of June uh, in the NBA. Tom, appreciate you as always. Appreciate you, man. And I appreciate all of you, you listeners, you everydayers, you Monday through Friday folks, love you to death. The fact that you're popping on this podcast on your way to work, at work, in the shower, walking the dog, whatever the hell it is. I just love that you do it. Uh, here for you Monday through Friday. So make sure you uh, subscribe if you're new. If you're a regular listener, would love it if you shared the podcast. Tell everybody. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell perfect strangers on the street. street. Yell it from your car as you're running, as you're driving by people. Tell everybody they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day.